0: The Stanley Cup final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Life and football are very similar. Without an identity, you will not achieve
1: your ultimate prize. Defense wins championships.
0: Pride and passion meet success. You got to love what you do.
1: Thank you for listening
0: to the East West Football Podcast with Jerry Martinez, Kendall Whitney, and now here is your host, Fidel Barraza.
1: Thank you for listening to a new edition of the East West Football Podcast. I am Fidel Baraza, Alongside with me, like always, Kendall Whitley and Jerry Martinez. will have the night off and he'll be back with us next week. Kendall, what's up, man? How you doing?
0: It's been a hell of a week, man. I mean, we had, we had a little bit of a dead time the past few weeks, but training counts already ramped up. We got a lot of stuff to talk about.
1: Yeah, we actually have our first tra- our first preseason game tomorrow night between uh, the last Vegas Raiders and the Jacksonville Jaguars. But Kendall, I mean, it's been one hell of a week for as far as news goes. So let's go and get started. And we're going to start off with Deshaun Watson. So the ruling came out a couple days ago that the that Deshaun Watson was only going to receive a six game suspension or that was what was recommended with no fines. Today, the NFL actually appealed that. And it looks like they're going to try to get a full season suspension for Deshaun Watson.
0: It, that's crucial, and I think it's bad for the Browns. I mean, they had big holes, but they knew they knew what was going to happen with Deshaun Watson. They, you know, they had to know they had to have a plan in place. Look, they got Jacoby Brissett. Um, they signed somebody. else. was it Josh Rosen? I believe they signed. Yeah, yeah, last week or whatnot. So, I mean, they got some depth behind them. But it, listen, both of them together, they're not Deshaun Watson. And from what I'm hearing, they might come through with this appeal thing. And they might get it. it. might. He might get a year because a lot of people they're not liking that he only got six games. So they did a appeal and whatnot, and like I like I just said, like I just stated, for what I'm hearing, he is probably going to come he's probably going to get the year. Now I, lo- I know a lot of Browns, but a lot of people in the Ohio area, they hope, and a lot of people is close with Deshaun hope that that doesn't happen. But it's, it's definitely possible.
1: I uh, I think it's gonna happen 100 percent I mean, I at this point I think Roger Goodell has all the power to do so. I mean, look, it's just a bad situation overall. And uh, especially when you lied in court. You lied to a judge, and that's basically what Deshaun Watson did. And then you know, initially, whenever things first started happening, he was saying that he wasn't going to pay anybody because he had uh, he had done nothing wrong. Now that that tune has kind of changed because he's pretty much paid off everyone that's been involved in these uh, lawsuits.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's like it's it's like a is his word against their word, like you know, it, that, that's basically what it is right now. So I mean, like I said, if they come through with this and, and if they get it. If Deshaun Watson get has to sit out the whole year, it's not good for the Browns. And then I mean, a lot of people they going back to the Kevin Really situation. I mean, he got out of the league for gambling and whatnot, but he got he got the whole year. But this right here, just I mean, you would think that the 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 Deshaun Watson situation is a hundred times worse than that. And I think that just the clapback that the league is getting from the way they handled both of the situations that's the big thing here.
1: Yeah, I mean, look to me, he should get the full year. I mean, it's just last year, he, you know, before anything came out, he said he did not want to play for the Houston Texans anymore. And then that's kind of when everything started unraveling and he didn't play the whole season. Now, you know, it's been a training camp and whatnot. And I'm sure that his camp was happy that he initially only got six games. But I mean, at this point, I think everyone's expect, suspected the NFL to uh, at least pursue the full season uh, this upcoming season.
0: Yeah. And like I I just said, I think think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be done for this year. I mean, if you look at it, the Browns, they got a tough schedule the first um, six weeks that he's going to be out. I mean, it's not the hardest schedule, but it ain't ain't too easy. either. So, I mean, I don't know their schedule right off the bat right now, but they got got some tough ones up in there. So, I mean, I think the league will do – they'll do this as a favor by just giving them the year year, um, suspension. It'll look better. It will look better.
1: Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't look good if you're gonna let this guy, you know, only be suspended six games. But in your opinion, what do you think is gonna happen?
0: My gut feeling telling me he gets the whole year. He he gets the whole year. That's what my gut feeling is telling me.
1: All right. So with that being said, there was a team out there that has the quarterback that do that they do not want on the roster. And who I mean by that are the San Francisco 49ers with the whole Jimmy Garoppolo situation now. If you're the Niners, you're you're hoping Deshaun Watson gets suspended the whole year because, I mean, at that point, the Browns would probably be open, you know, for a trade for Jimmy.
0: Yes, I do think about that, but I, don't, I think it's another good fit, though, for Jimmy Garoppolo. I know we're still talking about the Browns here or whatnot, but I think if Jimmy if Jimmy can go to Seattle, that's a better fit, or even the Giants, that's a better fit. I don't think they'll send him to Cleveland because then, you know, if they send him to Cleveland, I bet he's only going to be there for a year, then they're right back in that same situation again. So Jimmy, I mean, well, I mean, is Jimmy Garoppolo is his contract up after this year? I mean, yeah,
1: yeah, well, okay, well, he'd be contract. afraid,
0: he'd be afraid, so he'd be free yeah. to go anywhere he wants to after that.
1: And then, honestly, look, it, I think it's a perfect scenario for both teams. I mean, because I mean, for the Niners, you get him off the roster, and you will have Trey Lancer as your starting quarterback. And then for the Browns, I mean, look, I don't think you can be go the full season without the Sean Watson and having Jacoby Brissett start all all the games for you. I mean, without due respect, we kind of know what Jacoby Brissett is, right? And this Cleveland Browns team, they, they have some talent on there, and I think Jimmy can definitely help out. Um, I think if they can get Jimmy Garoppolo, I think, they're,
0: I think they make a squeeze into the playoffs. They got a good defense. They got some young players on offense and defense. I mean, they had a pretty good draft. They brought back Judevion Clown. They got Garrett on the other side. That secondary is really good. I mean, the offensive line, you know what the line is. You know, you know what they the got. The running game? With Nick, with Nick Chubb. They brought in their biggest free agent or well, trade addition this offseason with Amari Cooper. They drafted um, David Bell out of Purdue. Still got Dominic Peoples Jones. Got tight. Got the tight ends there with um, David and Joku. I mean, <laughs> I think if they they're, they're they're a quarterback away. But the thing with Jimmy is he's never been healthy. He can't stay healthy.
1: Yeah, I mean, but just I mean, just with everything going on, and I think by next week we'll we'll get a clear picture as far as if Deshaun Watson is going to get the full suspension. But I mean, even if he does. They're gonna appeal it. They're gonna take this to federal court. I mean, at that point, I don't know who. I mean, what's gonna happen there?
0: Yeah, it's it's it could be it could be a big mess, <laughs> and I think it, it could linger on. Cause like 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 Jerry, oh, we had we streamed last night. He had a show last night. Jerry was saying that Goodell finally got back in the office and he's handling some business now. You know, the Avi Kamara stuff that still haven't came out. Um, it's a lot of other stuff there. So he went ahead and got on the Sean Watson thing first of all. Now I don't think this thing is nowhere
1: near over with. Yeah, I don't think so. It's, it's, I don't think it's over either. Now, the other thing the NFL is dealing with. So, report came out yesterday. The Dolphins will forfeit a first-round selection for in the 2023 NFL Draft and a third-round selection in the 2024 NFL Draft. And owner Steven Ross is suspended through October 17th of this season after a league investigation did determine that there was tampering between the Miami Dolphins. And uh, Tom Brady and Sean Payton. I mean, there's. I mean, this thing is just crazy, man. And I'm just gonna read you some tweets from our good friend Ari at PFF. So the Dolphins tampered with Tom Brady back in 2019-2020, and again this past season and offseason when they tried to bring Brady and Sean Payton in. Also from Ari, the NFL found that the Dolphins had communication with Tom Brady while he was with the Patriots in 2019-2020, and again while with the Bucks in 2021. They also had communication with Sean Payton earlier this season. Payton and Payton and Brady share the same agent in Yee. I mean, look, Kendall, we heard this report come out about a month ago, but we just didn't know all the details. And now that everything's coming to light, what do you think?
0: First of all, what was the suspension on, right? How long did they suspend him
1: for? So they suspended him until October 17th, I believe it was.
0: Oh, right, so that's that's official?
1: Yeah. October 17th okay, of so. 2020, he cannot be around the football team. But, look, Steven Ross is going to live in Miami. He lives in New York. So, I mean, to him, I mean, I, it might not even be that much of a big deal. Because, look, honestly, I think the NFL could have been a little bit rougher as far as, you know, taking them with the draft picks. I mean, you're losing. I know you're losing a first-round draft pick next year. But still, a first and a third, I mean, I think the punishment was not what it should have been.
0: Yeah, you know they, they they tampered with Tom Brady when he was still under under um contract with the Patriots. That was 20, Tom Brady's last season with the Patriots was in 20, 2019. So that was going on then, and then that was before was his last year with the Patriots. So he went to Tampa Bay, and then they were also trying to get Sean Payton. I mean, this 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 whole situation here is a mess. I know some reports came out today. I know they was interviewed a few players from the Dolphins. A lot of them, I mean, they took the, the high road. They didn't want yeah. too much to talk about it. But this it's not a good look for the Dolphins. Not a good look.
1: Yeah, and then, Kendall, here's the other part of the the investigation, the whole Brian Flores situation. So uh, I'll read this tweet from our good friend Ari at PFF. The NFL did not find evidence to support Brian Flores' tanking allegation or that Stephen Ross was serious about paying $100,000 per loss.
0: Who does that make look bad? at a Dolphins or Brian
1: Flores? (laughs) Well, I mean, look, I mean, it just doesn't look good either way, right? I mean, the – (laughs) <laughs> the Dolphins were tampering with the, with the player and the coach, but then this more serious allegation, you know, as far as Brian Flores goes, I mean, look, it's going to be hard for him to get another head coaching job. So, I mean, it just, it just was not a good day for Brian Flores after this came out.
0: Yeah. And luckily he did get on with the Steelers as a defensive assistant or something like that. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, I don't think the full defensive coordinator, the defensive assistant, that's crazy. But back to the Dolphins or whatnot, they would have hoped who was their guy because they don't have a 1st round draft pick. They don't have a third, and a first and third. That's where all the talent is. I mean, you can find talent in the later round of the draft, but the Dolphins, the past couple of years, they've had like two firsts. I don't know what they're going to have this coming. I know they're not going to have a first. So they better hope. I mean, they better hope two of us they got, because this quarterback class coming out in the 2023 draft is pretty good, pretty deep That's, class this year. Yeah. So they better hope two of us they got.
1: And, I mean, look, if there wasn't enough pressure on this kid, now there's even more pressure on him because they do not have a first-round draft pick next year. Not saying that there won't be quarterbacks in the second, third, or fourth round, but, again, they gave up a bunch of draft capital to get Tyreek Hill from the Chiefs.
0: They gave up a lot. They gave a lot, and they're—they're they're the Dolphins are trying to win now. They're the thinking they're built to win now. If Tua's that guy, I, there's no reason, there's no way to where the Dolphins can't probably be number two in the AFC East or probably be a top team in the AFC because the Dolphins they are loaded on the offense. They're loaded. They're, they're load on, on defense too, and they're young. So I mean, that's that's all. That's all. I mean, we just talking about. We just talking about good fits for Jimmy G. Put Jimmy G in Miami.
1: Oh yeah, that's former offensive
0: coordinator. It. Yeah, that, that's a, that's a great fit there. So I mean, um, they, they they better help too as a guy in the Dolphins. They they made all these moves this all season. Bought in the coach from Mike McDaniel. They bought in some running backs. Bought in some, line, some some linemen, defense play. They bought it all in. They the biggest acquisition was pairing, um, Target Hill. With Jalen Waddle, they did bring Cedric Wilson to the slot. So they yep. got some depth there. They got some real good pieces there. It's all on tour right now. It's, it's all on tour. And if he's not their guy, then you don't have the draft capital in the off season to, to go out and solidify that position. You're back to square one if you're Miami.
1: Yeah, no, it's going to be a huge year for, for two of the Dolphins. And with football being ba- uh, being back, Kendall, of course, we already have injury news. So uh, yesterday, Denver Broncos wide receiver Tim Patrick suffered an ACL injury at practice and will miss the entire 2022 NFL season. And uh, we also did see, I believe it was Monday, James Washington had a Liz Frank foot injury, so he's going to be out till mid-October. I mean, look, Kendall, I mean, around this time is when we start seeing some players get hurt already before the first preseason game is played. I think
0: the James Washington injury is, is going to hurt the Cowboys more than Tim Patrick will hurt the Broncos. But the Broncos, they like I said last night, they do have um, the, the slot wide receiver from Penn State. I can't think of it. Um, what what is his, what is his name? I can't even think of it offhand right now. It did come back to me a little, but they do uh, they do have him coming back this year, formerly from Pan KJ Hamlin. They got hey, KJ Hamlin good. coming back this year from an uh, ACL. I think he uh, ACL yeah ACL last same year. Same thing. And now uh, now it hit Tim Petrie. I think the Cowboys they already had depth issues before they got why they got rid of Cooper and Gallup got hurt. Gallup's probably gonna be out till probably middle October, Bobby. Something yeah. like that. He's going to be... He probably missed the first six weeks. He's probably going to start the season on PUP or something like that. Um, He's gone. Then they traded Amari Cooper. They lost Cedric. People forget, Cedric Wilson was a pretty good contributor for them last year. They lost Cedric Wilson. I've been hearing a lot of stuff out of, uh, I think it's T.J. bastard from camp, but I mean, it's training camp. Yeah. They, I've been hearing um, Noah Brown. I like. I do like Jalen Tobert uh, out of, I forgot the, um, the school he went to, but I, um, I do like Jalen Tobert. but I mean, they... Uh, they, they. Got, I mean, Will Fuller still out there at free agent, as a, as a free agent or whatnot. She got um T. Y. Hilton. There's a bunch of Odell Beckham's out there, but I, I mean, what is what's Dallas going to do now? James Washington posted was coming in he to be a number two until Michael Gallup come back. He's probably mm-hmm. going to slide to the three. So I mean, it, it, it hurts Dallas. I mean, from a decade, Now you got C. D. And now we're really about to see if C. D. Lamb is really that guy. Is he really that dude that they drafted in the first round a few years back? Because now you're getting teams number one. You get in a number one corner, and now you gonna sit. They gonna try to see if you can beat those double teams. If you're a number one, you put be able to beat you put, be able to beat double teams. So we're gonna see what C. Langfield really about now. But um, I do look for Jalen Tobert to step up. I do look on. I think they have an unsung hero, somebody that's just gonna that's gonna come out of nowhere maybe, and that's what the preseason for.
1: And with all these injuries, you gotta imagine that Odell Beckham Jr.'s phone is probably gonna start to ring here soon, even though he's still probably gonna be out till mid-October or early November.
0: Oh, Well, you know, we didn't talk about Van Jefferson got hurt with the Rams. He's going to be out probably a couple of weeks. They just said a couple of weeks. I think they say he should be ready week one. Did it, Was that what it said? Yeah, yeah.
1: So I actually have the, the report in front of me. So he had surgery. Uh, it was a couple of days ago. And it, his status for week one is still uncertain. But, you know, these knee injuries, Kendall, they, they might linger sometimes and you, you just don't want to get on the field too soon.
0: Yeah, you know, and if you OBJ, you went to the Rams last year midseason and the receivers were Cooper Cup. Van Jefferson and who else did they? They had um, Odell. I think was another receiver that they that they had too. They had they had a few guys. There wasn't just Van Jefferson and Cooper Cup, but um, Odell came in and you know he had a pretty good year. I mean he, he he really played good. So if you come in this year, they 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 traded for they um signed Allen Robinson. They still got Cooper Cup. They gave him a big contract this offseason, and they got Van Jefferson. So there you're going to be the fourth receiver probably coming, and you're coming off ACL tear. So, do you want to do that, or do you want to go somewhere like Baltimore, who needs a receiver? They got Rashad Bateman; they need another receiver. Um, who else needs a receiver? There's a lot of teams that could. use. I mean, a lot of teams. Cowboys. Cowboys could use a receiver. I mean, so it's all about. I mean, oh, you didn't got your ring. You proved last year that you still got it. So why not go ahead and go out there and get some more money and whatnot to go? I mean, I think a good fit. I seen Baltimore. I mean, is Lamar the guy? I mean, do you? I mean, uh, we've had, we've heard. We've heard on uh, receivers that come out there and say that they don't like the scheme fit there. Yeah. It's not good for wide receivers. So I mean, oh if you're trying to get you one more big payday, I don't know if it's a good fit for you to go to Baltimore, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Marquise Hollywood Brown, the newest wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals, formerly the Baltimore Ravens, was arrested today in Arizona for speeding. Mm.
0: Not a good uh, not a good is not a good look. Marquise Brown, he's had a hell of a the past year himself. I mean, he just got traded out of Baltimore. Then he started Cardinals with a training count on PUP. Mm-hmm. Then, you know I mean? There was some friction there with him in Baltimore. He didn't know. Uh, he won a new contract. They got rid of him at the draft. They traded him to Arizona. He didn't like the offensive field, like as I just said about receivers in Baltimore. Now, you, I mean, it's like it's, it's a reoccurring thing. It's going to be a reoccurring thing with Marquise Brown. So, I mean, we're going to be interested to see what happens. I'm sure he'll probably get a little suspension or something like that. Or maybe, a, I mean, I, I'm probably a suspension. They probably get him, they probably give him a couple games or whatnot. But then again, they might just be leaning on and give him a fine. I Man, you know, what I mean, he was just speeding, but you know, it could have been worse.
1: Yeah. And then also uh, a longtime Vikings linebacker, Anthony Barn, actually signed with the Dallas Cowboys today. So one of the best free agents available is now with the Dallas Cowboys. What are your thoughts, Kendall?
0: Great fit. And shout out to my boy, West Coast. He was just on live talking about it. Great fit for the Cowboys. He's good against the run. I don't think he's too old. I mean, I think I believe he's probably 29, 30 years old. He can definitely help out. Yeah, definitely. And that then on like West Coast was saying that gives Michael Parsons the ability to do what he does best, with what I feel he does best, and that's be on the edge and just play as a DN and just just rush the pass. And um, maybe him, maybe D Law, maybe we can see uh, uh, a new a reinvention of Demarcus Lawrence this year because he went nowhere. I don't, I don't remember doing anything last year. Mm-hmm. So I mean they did get rid of Randy Gregory. They lost they lost a few plays on the defense and whatnot. But um I think this is this is going to help out Michael Parsons. It's going to help out the whole Dallas Cowboys defense. And I just don't know why was he why was Anthony bar available so long though. So that, that does that does make me one of there too.
1: Yeah. And uh with that being said, Kendall, we do have our first preseason game tomorrow night, which is a Hall of Fame game. Uh, between the Las Vegas Raiders and uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, not a lot of starters are projected to play at all in this game. But what are what are a couple things that you're looking forward to?
0: First and foremost, I mean, ain't it just have, just good to have football back, man. I mean, it it feels great to have football back. Yeah, we know a lot of stars ain't playing, but these are this is when you're trying to build your team out. You want to build, see what type of depth you have. Who's the backup quarterback if Trevor Lawrence get hurt? Who's the backup quarterback if Derek Carr get hurt? Who's some of these depth players, receivers? trying to make that fourth and field final spark, You know, some tight ends, linemen. I mean, de- defensive backs. Like, this is – this is, if you're a football fan, you just want to see football. Now, we won't get this, – this game here, I want to see the Jaguars. Like I said, it's not a lot I want to see because I know this is not a serious game. But it's a couple – of few things – a few things that you can look at just to see just see how the team would be this year. Like, just if, – if a player pops here or there, you can say, oh. And if he comes in during the season or whatnot because somebody get hurt, you say, hey, I remember him from this preseason game. Play pretty good, so it's a lot, a lot, a lot, of little tidbits that you can take from a, um for the preseason game. I know both teams. I think I believe they got four because if you play in the Hall of Fame and you get an extra game or whatnot. Um, I think um, like I said, I want to see, I want to see see a few. few I do want to see the Raiders. I think they do need some depth at wide receiver. I know they did bring in Devontae Adams. and still got Renfro or whatnot. But after those two, who they got? I mean, I, like- I mean, I know they got they got Demarcus Robinson or whatnot. But I mean, who else after that? I mean, who's going to start the fourth and fifth spot for the Raiders?
1: Uh, Matt Collins is having an excellent training camp, so he's actually projected right now to be the third uh, wide receiver. So we'll see what how uh, you know how that Formally goes. Formerly the Dolphins, I believe. Formerly the Dolphins, yeah, and then also uh, Tyron Johnson as well has been having a really good camp. So they definitely do have some competition there in the wideout position. The guy I'm looking forward to seeing the most is, is your boy Jared Stivenham.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I think this, this would be yep. Yeah. Hey, what? Hey, steady. What? What better? What better time? For Jared still to make his make his make his name, man. Man, cause he's in New England and whatnot. So yeah, it would be good. I want to see the Jaguars backup quarterback, and I want to see some of the back. Um, want to see the Jaguars defense with the depth players. I want to see. But I think we'll get to see more of these teams, maybe the third preseason game, because I don't think Derek Carr or Trevor also play much of the second no. preseason game either. But about no. that third, the third preseason, game, that's the dress for us.
1: Yeah, well, I, again, for these teams, they're the only ones that are actually going to play four preseason games just because of the way the schedule is so now. So sec-
0: yeah, the second preseason game for the other teams would be the dress for us then.
1: Correct. Basically. And, yeah. and then one last thing before we get off the air. Um, the 49ers and star wide receiver Debo Samuel had reached agreement on a three-year extension worth up to $73.5 million with a $58.1 million in guarantees. So Kendall, the off season drama for the Niners is over as far as the wide wide receiver position goes um you know rumors were that he wanted out of the San Francisco and he didn't want to play running back, and it looks like uh they have they got everything resolved,
0: yeah, and um, you didn't mention, but they did add in a clause if he if he hit someone um as a running back or something that I believe i've seen that um they did they did add that in there to his contract, so I think it works out for both sides and whatnot um debo Samuel he's like a like, like I said, like I said in the past, he might be like a Cordell Paris and more a better version of Cordell Paris. He actually can run routes or whatnot. He can get deep. He can do he can run the just about the full route tree, but he's not that traditional wide receiver that you like your your traditional ex like a Devontae Adams, yep. a Michael Thomas, uh OBJ, DeAndre. He's nobody like that. I just feel you can move him and raise versatile though. He can play running back, slot, receiver, of course he do a, he can do a lot. I mean, I did I I don't I don't, I, do, I don't, do. think he's worth all day because I'm not the biggest Debo, Debo fan, but the 49ers, who am I? The 49ers think otherwise. So, I think.
1: Well, I know two things that they were thinking of. Well, I know the money was, you know, I thought it was a lot of money to give him, right? But the other thing is that they're going to have a young quarterback in Trey Lance who's going to be playing for them. They're not going to have Jimmy Garoppolo anymore. I mean, at some point they're going to trade him or they're going to cut him. And uh, this uh, young, well, I guess you can say rookie, right, because they didn't play much last year. He's going to need all the help he can get.
0: Well, he is going to have some whip because I've been hearing, um, I believe you barked. Brendan Ayoub. Brendan has been having a, bi- a big-time camp. I've been hearing that, him and Trey Lance. I know they worked out this offseason and whatnot. He's been speaking highly of of Trey Lance and whatnot. You know that offensive line in San Francisco is still pretty good. They still got George Kittle. I think he's going to have a bounce. But he's going to have an even better year this year. Um, His numbers was okay last year. I thought they could have been better. Uh, Trey Lancer, I think Trey Lance, He's. I mean, I've heard Mitchell, I've heard people say he looks good one day. Then, but I've heard more people say he hasn't looked all looked all that in camp. So we're yeah. gonna see what happens there. Um, they got some people. I don't know who their third wide receiver. I know they got Brent Laiu and they got Debo Samuel, um, Daron Jennings. Yeah, yeah. I think they can still got Schofield too. Yeah. The um uh, yeah. So they get they got they got some pieces. They got to do have a running game. The defense they can get after the passer. They can get the passion out. Um. And I've heard Chavaris Waters had a pretty good camp. The former the Kansas, Kansas City Chiefs, the cornerback. So um, they did. They did do some improvements to that secondary. I mean, we all know about Nick Bosa on the D line and yep. Fred Warner. I mean, I mean, we, we all know about all that.
1: And that's going to go ahead and do it for this edition of the East West Football Podcast. Make sure you guys go to Apple Podcasts, to leave us a review, and of course, for all your latest football headlines, make sure you visit EastWestFootball.com. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great night. Electric, Ass. Electric Ass. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish Remixes, out now on Electric Ass Records. And always remember be love, share love, all love. Available now. Do you listen to music?